When someone is hurt in a truck accident, the one question everyone has is why did this terrible collision happen? To answer that question takes an experienced team of lawyers and experts. Not everyone has this type of experience. At Colombo Law, we are truck injury lawyers. It's what we do every day. When someone is hurt by a truck, Colombo Law is the law firm people call to get answers. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law. Thank you for tuning in today. One day, 24 hours, is set aside every year to show appreciation to military personnel. And that's good. What is far better is that we show personal appreciation and give words of encouragement at every opportunity. Men and women from all walks of life lose their lives and suffer lifelong physical and mental injuries to keep America, the land of the free and the home of the brave. May we continually thank God and our military for their service. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander speaks to us today. Comparing yourselves to others obstructs your ability to be thankful. Oh, let me labor with this. Comparing yourselves to others obstructs your ability to be thankful. There's a particular scripture, and I love the way it says it in the New Living Translation. It says it's something like this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Oh, don't worry. We wouldn't dare say that we are as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as the standard of measurement. How ignorant. Did you get that? How ignorant. I got a lot to say about this. Comparison creates discontentment. It creates a lack of peace. And it creates a lack of joy. Comparison. Keeping your eyes on Christ and not others will help you to maintain a spirit of gratitude. Okay? It'll keep you from comparing. Keeping your eyes on whom? Christ. And not others. Comparing, 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 comparing. Will help you maintain a spirit of gratitude. Beloved, there will always be someone around you who looks better. That's right. You're not the best looking person in this church. If you think you are, you proud as I don't know what. Come up here and start praying at this altar. I'm the best looking. Huh. You you drying up and don't know it. (laughs) Oh, God, help me preach this. There will always be someone around you that looks better. You think you're dressing, but there's somebody that can outdress you. You think you're smart, there's somebody that's smarter than you. 
You think you educated? I mean, educated. There's someone who has more degree. You got a, a degree in chemistry, and all of a sudden you meet somebody with a degree in algebra, philosophy, and and chemistry. All, and they say that's what I have, and all of a sudden you sink. <laughs> there, there will always be someone around you who who outranks you positionally. <laughs> you, if you say I'm on top, uh. Just buckle your seatbelts. Uh, pretty soon, you're going you're gonna to be replaced. What, uh, what has happened to that team? Where's that? Golden State? Somewhere? What is that team called? I mean, what, what, what did they have? They had uh, Kate. What is that? They had Kevin. What's his name? Yeah, now y'all don't know basketball. Y'all don't know nothing now. You, got, you, got, you have amnesia. They had all that, and then the other key player broke his hand and all that. Remember Miami when they had that powerful team down there until the Spurs went down there and humbled them after their dynasty? I want to tell you what goes up must come down, down. I'm not trying to be the best preacher in America. I just want to be a preacher who preaches the word as God gives it to me to the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there will always somebody, be somebody around that will outrank you positionally and has more materially than you. Okay. You got one dog, they got three. You will be far better off if you allow the scriptures to be your measure of standard. Y'all need to write that down. (laughs) You will be far better off if you allow the scriptures to be your standard of measurement. Let the scriptures set the standard. Don't Don't let people and things and stuff and education and clothes. Don't 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 let that define you. If you align your life with the scriptures, they will bring spiritual transformation and inner beauty. Ooh, now you need to write. See, now some of y'all looking at me, I'm trying to keep your heart settled so you can have a great end of the year and a great new year and save you some money during Christmas. Okay? Okay? If you align your life with the scriptures, they will bring spiritual transformation and inner beauty. You know, they put you put all these car commercials, all this stuff. They just make it look so jazzed up. And they put out these clothes and technologies and Black Friday and Cyber Monday and, and this small business this day and all. They create days for you to spend. If you align your life with the scriptures, they will bring spiritual transformation and inner beauty, which far, say far, far surpasses a fading outer beauty. Comparing yourself to others is a substandard measurement. Did you get that? Comparing yourselves to others is a substandard measurement which deceives you into feeling good about yourself, but you have a false standard of measurement. 
If you set your standard low, oh, yeah, you meet it every time. Somebody in leadership a long time ago, not going to go too far, but they asked me, he said, you know, the problem is, Pastor, your standards are too high. And I said, that's interesting. You know, when I get crazy stuff coming at me, then I just turn around and ask a question you know, it's, instead of saying you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't, yeah, I don't say, I don't, I don't say you crazy. I just ask him a question. And then I looked at him and I said, well, that's interesting. I want you to tell me uh, how can one be changed with low standards? If you set your standards low, you're bound to meet them every time. You will have peace, contentment, and thanksgiving if you compare yourself to God's word, which will raise your standard of living. See, when you compare compare yourself with God's word, all of a sudden you see how far short you are and how how much of a sinner you are and what a mess you in. And when you compare yourself to the Holy Scriptures, this word, you find out how much more you need God and how much more you need to pray. And and uh, it, it it shapes you up. But if you, you know, you compare yourself with people. Well, I'm pretty good. I'm not as bad as him. He's on drugs and he's sleeping around. He's on pornography. It makes you look pretty good. Compare yourself to the word now. And all of a sudden it shows you all your spiritual warts. It shows you all your spiritual blemishes. It shows you where you fall. It tells you the truth about yourself. It humbles you. God, so so, to, to create within you a greater need for God in your life. If you compare yourself with anything else, you are you are really guiding your life by a false measurement. Only when you compare yourself with God's word can you raise your standard of living. Number nine, a spirit of jealousy and resentment will impede a thankful heart. A spirit of jealousy and resentment will impede a thankful heart. Proverbs 27, 4. That's a big scripture. I read, the older I get, the the slower I read. Not because I'm a slow reader. It's just that there's so much truth, it slows me down. Proverbs 27, 4 says, anger is, you know, anger is cruel. Now, you know, that's bad. What, what does it say about anger? It's what? Ooh, cruel. Anger is cruel. And look, okay, let's go to the next phrase. And wrath, that's another whole level up. I mean, you got anger, then you got wrath. And wrath is like a flood. I was here for the flood of 98. And everything in, in its way, just, just tearing up stuff, washing away stuff, washing away whole neighborhoods. And wrath, wrath is dangerous. When you, when you meet a person that's full of wrath, get out of their way. You can't reason with a fool. You can't, you can't rationalize, you can't use rationale with a fool. Just take cover. Take cover. Run. Anger is cruel. 
and wrath is like a flood. It's another level. But contrast. But is always contrast. But jealousy is even more dangerous. Look at that. Jealousy is more dangerous than anger, which is cruel. Jealousy is more dangerous than a flood that will wipe a whole bus off the road, a whole 18-wheeler truck off the road. And it says jealousy is even more dangerous. Jealousy is so dangerous that I don't have an adjective to even describe how dangerous it is. Jealousy shows up in the early portions of scripture in the first, with the first parents. The first parents are Adam and Eve, and Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel, and jealousy rose up in Cain, and he killed, he murdered his own brother, blood brother, because of jealousy. And all he had to do was just do the right thing. Couldn't do the right thing. Too jealous. When you take it over by jealousy, there's nothing too low down you won't do. It is impossible to be jealous and thankful at the same time. It's impossible. I can walk in somebody else's house and their house is bigger and better. I can walk back into my house and say, thank God I can afford to pay my own mortgage at this level. That's right. If I, get, if I tried to match somebody else's house, then I'd be over here. I'd be, I have to knock on your door to stay at your house. <laughs> you know, I can come home and be satisfied. I, I've ridden in some cars. I've been in some houses. I, I, I've, I've been some places and some uh, elaborate neighborhoods and all this stuff. I'm talking about ritzy, rich, 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 rich. I can't uh, talk about the experiences because... But I, I've been in some houses till I couldn't even see the end of the house. And I just say, where am I? Houses so big until I feel, it feels ghostly. And you know what I found? Uh, the more we have, the bigger we want. And you got to. Three-story, two-story house, eight bathrooms, nine bedrooms, and two people. Don't adopt one child. Got maybe have a half a dog. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you. You get all this upstairs stuff, and you're all up there, and you know you don't have no elevator, and you start getting old. Then, you, then we want a what? You ever heard that word? We want a what? My knees. You didn't think you would get a, yeah, we all think, my, my, there was a time my office, but we, my, I'll tell you, we, there was a, you look how y'all looking at me. Y'all listen, I, y'all love for me to talk about me, but I'm not going to talk about me too much this morning. But we did have a, 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 
uh, bedrooms upstairs, and and I was downstairs. And we had, but we had missionaries. We had children. We had relatives. We kept missionaries all over our house. Well, our house had a pur- a purpose. It had a kingdom purpose. We have ministry events in our house. Folk come over and they share and they break bread at our house. We just had that just a couple of weeks ago. We had a big ministry in our and we laid out the red carpet. They said, what do you bring? I say, nothing but a healthy appetite. Come on over. Let's have some fun. Let's enjoy one another. That's the way it is. I just want to be common. You know? You, some folks got all that stuff, all that cars. Nobody else can ride in it but you. You got all that house. You never hosted one missionary. Children from Uganda choir can come over and sing. And we said we need some families to host them. And your, your house still empty. Uh, 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 in your house, when is the last time you had somebody of another race in spending the night in your house? But you say you're not a racist. How old are you? Oh, that's not even written. You see, big does not necessarily mean better. And when you can get that through your head, you'll be thankful. Amen? Amen. It is impossible to be jealous and thankful at the same time. A jealous spirit will cause you to despise. A jealous spirit will cause you to hate. A jealous spirit will cause you to argue. A jealous spirit will cause you to be resentful. A jealous spirit will cause you to gossip. A jealous spirit will cause you to scheme and even hurt and even kill others. All of which hinders and takes away the spirit of thanksgiving. You got an ounce of jealousy in you. Ask God to take it away. Ask God to take it away. Take it away. Some men can become so jealous of the wife. The wife can just shake another man's hand. I saw how you look. That was too long. Why are you looking at him like that? Leave her alone. She was just saying good morning to the man. You you asking a 15 question. What did y'all say? How long did y'all talk? What else did y'all say? You know, jealousy does that. Number 10. I thought I would get to this next section, but I can't. I think I better stop here. I got one more, and I'm going to stop. I want to get, I had about seven, eight more to go in this message, but I don't think I can go too much further. But I will give you this one more. An entitlement mentality will keep you from being thankful. An entitlement mentality will keep you from being thankful. Those who feel entitled, they feel God owes them because they attend church regularly. God, you know, I got pretty good attendance, you know. Uh, I know I got some perks there, God. You feel entitled because you serve God faithfully in ministry. You feel entitled. God, you know, I give my tithe to you. I even give uh, 3% over, 5% over. So God, you're going to give me a pass, I know. An entitled person, Lord, I give to missions. I, I do good deeds. 
Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. You don't deserve anything. Everything you have is a gift from God by the grace of God to the glory of God. Because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, we all deserve, every one of us starting with me, we all deserve divine judgment and chastening. Beloved, everything we possess is a gift from the Lord. Therefore, we should be thankful and have no right to feel entitled Instead, we should glorify and praise God for all the undeserved blessings he has bestowed upon us. We should be given thanks. He, God, has done great things. God has done great things. God has done great things. Bless his holy name. I will praise his name. I will praise his name. I will praise his name because he has done great things. I will thank his name. I will thank his name. I will thank his name because my God has done great things for me. I will glorify his name. I will glorify his name. I will glorify his name as long as I have breath in my body. God has raised me up to another day to give him all honor. He has raised me up to give him all praise. He has raised me up to give him all homage. He has raised me up to glorify him. And because I can see, move, have my being and be in my right mind, I will bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Everything that have breath ought to praise the Lord. Can you say praise the Lord? Can you say praise the Lord? Can you give God a hand clap of praise like he's been good to you? Come on here. Can you give God a hand clap of praise like he's been like he's like 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 he's been good to you. He woke you up this morning. Can you give him praise? Started you on your way. Can you give him praise? Put you in your right mind. Let you see your children. Let you see your children's children. Let you live long enough to retire. I will bless the Lord. Oh my soul. And all that is within me. I will bless his holy name. And all God's children said. Blessed be the name. And Father, thank you. Father, we got every reason today to give thanks. When trouble gets in our way, we can still give thanks. When things happen we don't understand, we can still give thanks. 
In the midst of major decisions, we can give thanks. Truth be told, we should have been out of this world a long time ago. And we're only here by the grace of God. Thank you. In Jesus' name. And all God's children said, you're here today. I did my best and gave what I could. You're here today. Your presence today is no accident. God ordered your presence here today. You say, why did he he bring me here? He wanted you to hear this message. Why did he bring you here? He He wants to get your attention. Why did he bring you here? He wants you to be so thankful that you will respond and surrender your life to him. You've been out of the church. Some of you are not a member of a church. Some of you have been kind of roaming all over the place. And God is saying, how long are you going to just be a wanderer? You need to get somewhere where your family can be staked down, fixed and steadfast, so that your family, the entirety of your family, can bloom where you have planted them. And so you can grow to the fullest of God's potential for you. You got it starts with commitment. How are you going to return thanks? God is our ever-present help. He is available to us whenever and wherever we need him. Regrettably, we sometimes take matters into our own hands instead of giving it all to him. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. If you enjoyed this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, directly across from the Randolph Air Force Base. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.